0: Live right here on 104.9 The Horn 512 Friday edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's when Patrick plays jams from local bands and artists that you can catch live right here in the ATX. Who we jamming right now, Patrick?
1: This is the Black Angels. They are playing Saturday at Far Out Lounge, part of Psych Fest. Oh, uh, I like that Psych Fest. Is that like psychedelic? Psych Psych Rock. So psychedelic uh, rock.
0: oh uh, well, so yeah, some psychedelic yeah. going on. Yeah. yeah. Aaron
1: Rodgers would like this. This is, this is the type of rock and roll you listen to when you're, you know, you can tell. It's when you're a tripping. Been, yeah, it's a little bit slowed down. Living. I like that. When, Rogers, you what, when you what? When,
0: when you tripping. It. It. <laughs> what you calling?
1: Yeah, 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 when you... Yeah, when yeah. you can you still call it that? Oh, yeah, when it sound you just... This is the type of music to listen to when you just got traded to the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I like it. I like uh, it. There you go. My man Patrick
0: cooking you up on a five one two one 2 Friday. Uh, we got draft talk to get to, gentlemen, because the round two is getting ready to start right now. I believe Roger Dale at the podium uh, making a nice... Actually, I think it's... Uh, yeah, it's actually a little celebration of our servicemen and women. Airpa uh, on the stage right now. Um, so we'll get you updates on the NFL draft as soon as it officially starts. Um, it'll be starting here momentarily. In the meantime, we'll talk about the Longhorns who are expected to be drafted this upcoming weekend. We already had one drafted. Bijan talked about that in the 5 o'clock. Talked about the Texans as well, how they came to steal the NFL draft with a big move, one of the biggest moves and one of the gutsiest moves we've seen in the NFL drafts in a long time. Drafting... CJ Stroud, too, and then trading back up from 12 to number three overall to get uh, their defensive end, Will Anderson. But I want to get back to the Cowboys here, Hard, your Dallas Cowboys yep. with the Mozzie Smith pick. And I thought it was a, a good pick for the Cowboys. Um, we've talked about the Cowboys' ability to uh, hit in the first round. They are the best team. And look at success rates, hits rates, all pros. If You're looking at all of those different stats. Um, they are the best drafting team in the first round in the NFL, tied with the 49ers for the most all pros drafted uh in the first round since 2010. Uh, also the most since 2014. And even though a lot of people didn't they didn't think Mozzie Smith would be the pick, man, that guy, Will McClay, does a hell of a job in the first round of the draft. And that's why you gotta
2: believe in it. That's the only reason why I felt like, okay, this is this is gonna be okay. My initial response was, who? <laughs> who? Who, like, who? Who who, who, who are we talking about? Okay, then I, you start looking and doing the research and really diving into who this player is. I know some people are always talking about, he may be lazy, he seems like he's a lazy person. Well, I'm going to tell you what, mm-hmm. if Dan Quinn is energetic about you, Micah Parsons, who is always on 12, is happy to hear you. And oh. the fact, too, that Everybody looked at it and said, oh, man, this dude is a freak. You got to kind of believe it. But most importantly, like you said, if Will McClay puts his name on it, that means that he honestly believes that this is a position of need, number one. He was the highest guy that was left on their board. I would think that. I know that they were talking about 1 through 13, whatever. But if he was the one that was left, and that's, that's, that's that pick, and you're not going to trade out, and you're not going to trade up, then you're going to ride with the pick that you feel comfortable with. And I think the choice is going to be okay. But the most important thing, you've been talking about this for a while, and I'll continue to bring it up, the Cowboys have had a problem stopping the run. And if he's going to be that person to Mm -hmm. come in to be the run stopper, then doggone it, I'm believing in it. I'm believing in it.
0: Yeah, I think you you said it. Uh, you believe in Will McClay. Uh, and Will McClay has just done a hell of a job. Um, and if you look at it, the Cowboys don't have a lot of weaknesses on defense. But they had two last year that are big issues for them that you you could argue made them susceptible and vulnerable, especially in the postseason going up against elite teams. The cornerback spot opposite Trevon Diggs, which— Still yep. have it really addressed, but some room. they still have yet to Stephane address that. Stephon Gilmore. Stefan Gilmore. They yep, did address it yep. in the draft, said, but you're in right. Dra- Stephon yep. Gilmore, they did address it, no doubt, in the yep. trade market. Um, and there was their rush defense. Now, the rush defense, to go back to what they've done in season, they did resign Jonathan Hankins, mm-hmm. which was big. Remember, and I give this stat all the time, Jonathan Hankins was their first solution. To their run uh, defense or their rush defense, because when they were struggling uh, with their rush defense, they signed Jonathan Hankins. And when he was on the field, uh, they only allowed 3.6 yards per rush. When he was off the field, they allowed 4.5 yards per rush. Uh, So you're getting close to damn near a yard in a yard in difference per attempt. So he was a big impact player for them, and essentially they believe that Mozzie Smith can be that and more. So they basically just got a more premium version of Jonathan Hankins, who was supposed to be a big-time run stuffer. Yep. And that's what they wanted. That's what they needed. Instead of having to go get yep. a mercenary like like a Jonathan Hankins every year, uh, and the ones that they've drafted, like Oza Adigizua, um, hasn't really worked out. He's a really good penetrator and pass rusher from the interior but not necessarily a run stuffer and this guy is supposed to be a run stuffing beast juggernaut of a run stuffer
2: and that's what you need right there
0: yeah and honestly all you need to know is that michael parsons (laughs) apparently michael parsons he rode for this dude he uh this was his pick And I'm not making that up. We have audio to prove it. You are not making that up. Here's Michael Parsons on a Bleacher Report draft special for the first round. His reaction to the Cowboys drafting Mozzie Smith.
1: The Dallas Cowboys select Mozzie Smith.
2: Let's go, man! Let's go!
1: Dan, go! Yo! Yo, look at the text, man. I told you (laughs) Dan wouldn't let me down, man. Dan wouldn't let me down. Read, Read the text. What does it say? You want me to read it? Michigan DT, you texted him today at 327, and he responded, I'm all about that life, with six exclamation points. <laughs> and then you wrote, please. We about that life! How do you feel, Muster Micah Parsons? No more two BC AJ! <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, huge, oh. huge, huge, huge. Wow. That's awesome. That is, that is um, like genuine. That is genuine It was love. genuine. Like, and yeah. I,
0: I gave this example earlier. I don't know how much you, know, you regret the pick or if they, the Cowboys had him in their top you know, first-round grades, whatever, we'll get into that. But when you see that reaction, if you're a Cowboys fan, you got to be excited because that's your best player, period, offense or defense. Mm-hmm. And not only that's the guy that he wanted, it doesn't always work out. Clyde edwards was the guy that Patrick Mahomes wanted. That didn't really work out. So I'm not saying it's going to work out, but at least you know your best player is pumped. Yes. He's excited about it. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yes. that might be worth it just there to get him enthusiastic. Uh, and, by the way, this guy will keep, he will keep those – you know those those offensive linemen from reaching the second level, from trying to reach him. If there's any weakness in Michael Parsons' game, and there ain't many, if there is any, it's run defense. Yes, it is. And this guy coming helped, at you, he helps with run defense. Did you hear what Michael Parsons said though at the end there, Harge? No more QB sneaks. Yeah. He's talking about them Eagles. Yeah, I he mean, you don't
2: want none of that.
0: The Eagles have t- turned the QB sneak into a weapon. They've made it lethal. Uh, they've put the Q- quarterback sneak on steroids last uh-huh. year with the quarterback sneak, the tush push, as they call it. They converted 29 of 32. 29 of 30 is a 90, over a 90% conversion rate on quarterback sneaks, and they have a 93% success rate on quarterback sneaks. It's almost impossible for teams to stop, especially if you're weak right at the point of attack. That's why the Cowboys did it. And by the way, if the Eagles are doing this, you play them twice a year, and it's one of their secret weapons, and the NFL did not disallow it and did not put something in their rules that would forbid it, um, then the teams are going to copy it because it's a copycat league. You better have a solution ready to go. Mozzie Smith is that solution. No doubt.
2: No doubt. That's that and that's why you gotta believe in the pick. You just read all the superlatives and why you should. Most importantly, those people in that Dallas Cowboy at the star, they believed in the pick. So let's ride with it and see what happens. I know we're gonna continue this conversation, but I think there's a special story that just happened. Mm-hmm. Joey Porter Jr. was drafted by the Pittsburgh Steelers. That the team good. that is father Played for that is and cool. he got a chance to watch his father win the Super Bowl, be a part of the Super Bowl, be on the field with his dad at the Super Bowl, and now he's going to play for the same team that his father played for. That is pretty doggone cool, that and a really great cool.
1: pickup for the Steelers. Absolutely, they yeah. need
2: that on the outside for sure. No, it's pretty outstanding.
0: Awesome. Do we? Is Brian Flores isn't there anymore? Is, is he? Is he? Is he still I there? We, no, is he still there at the league? I thought he, he left. left. I thought to, like, we talked about. Else. We okay. talked about it. I
1: think uh, he left.
0: Just say uh, yeah. That would have been great too. Yeah, well, I I didn't know because I wonder who the DC is there. I don't think I know. He he went to
1: take over the DC of the Minnesota Vikings. Okay, I don't know who the DC is right now. We'll get back to that.
0: That's it. That is a really cool story, though. I really like that. I thought the Cowboys would be looking at him right there too. I thought because Nolan Smith is there and Joey Porter Jr. is there, and the Cowboys. You look at the last, I don't know, ten years. Terrell
2: Austin is the defensive coordinator there. Oh yeah, he used to be. I think he was with the Rams at one
0: point. Yes. Or the Chargers,
2: one of the two. I think
0: he's been with the Lions a yeah. little bit before. Oh yeah, been, yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. Uh, yeah. But the Cowboys usually top thirty six. They got a uh, a pick in the top thirty six picks or whatever. Top even take the top one hundred picks when they're premium picks. That's what you look at top one hundred picks. They usually lean toward defensive end and 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 cornerback based on my research. Yep. Since 2011, I went and looked at the positions that are most often drafted in the last 36, the top one, last 36 top 100 picks for them. That's where they go. Yeah. So they, and they went away from that and they went D tackle because they like this guy, man. They, his athletic score is through the roof. The relative athletic score, which is the RAS, he got a 9.99 out of 10. Mm told you the Cowboys like freaks, but that I'm t- that is freakish. Here's another – they do a – it would be hard to kind of describe this. I'll just kind of give you perspective on it because they do a test. Uh, they call it the plyo stairs test. Oh, I saw it. You saw
2: that? I saw the video of it and yeah, what he did.
0: Yeah, and it's basically players get to jump up these stairs consecutively, time them, see how fast they can do it. Uh, now, if you, uh, if you go look at it, <laughs> his teammate – um, was it,
2: Aiden Hutchinson? Yeah, they were. Yeah, the, they the, the both no, the did it. Number this. two, right? Was he number two
0: last year? Overall yes, pick? yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And he's a freak, by the yeah, way. He's he physical a freak. freak. Yeah. Um, he did it in two point eight two seconds. Uh, and Mozzie Smith did it in 2.57, 2.57 seconds, and was sixty pounds heavier mm. than that dude.
2: That's impressive.
0: And that's his teammate. That's just letting you know how impressive and powerful. This young man is, and that was you talked about that Bruce Feldman freak list. Mm-hmm. So prior to last season, um, he was number one on Bruce Feldman's college football freak list. It's the freakiest athletes in college football. Here's the write up. He said, "But this year, a Wolverine." Um, is number one freak in college football. The 6'3, 337 pounds senior Mozzie Smith has rare power and, and agility. So rare, in fact, it's hard to find the right superlative to begin with. But let's start with this. Smith does 22 reps on the bench press, but that's with 325, not 225. <laughs> yeah. He close grip bench 550 pounds. He vertical jumps 33 inches. That's at 300. And 20 something pounds, people. Mm -hmm. He broad jumped uh, 9, 4.5. Smith, who had 37 tackles last season, has clocked a 4.41 shuttle time, which would have tied the best by any defensive tackle at the combine in 2021. And it would have been better than any defensive tackle weighing 310 pounds or more in the past decade. His 6.953 cone time would have been by far the fastest among defensive tackles in Indianapolis, and the fastest was 7.33. So his 60-yard shuttle time is 11.90. Basically, they're telling you this dude is a certified freak of nature. So that's why the Cowboys uh, liked him. And I— there are there's some actors, no matter what they come out with, I'll go to their movies and I don't need to see the trailer for Denzel or d- the new Tom Hanks flick or the new Leonardo DiCaprio film. They got credibility with me. If, if they have a bad movie, I'll deal with it and I'll go see the next one because I know that'll be an exception to the rule. Most of the time, they are in great films and they choose good scripts. All right? They choose good movies to be in. They're always entertaining and they're great actors. That's the Cowboys. I don't yep. really even need if if I don't like the Cowboys' first round pick because of Will McClay, I'll go back to and make sure I do research on it. Yeah, because I I must I'll assume I'm wrong about it, and that's how you should assume too, Cowboys. If you don't like the pick, assume you're wrong about it, and go back and do more research, and you'll like it a little bit exactly. more. Exactly, that's how good Will McClay is in the first round, and
2: that energy that they were bringing to the pick. You need to understand that. That's the most important part to me. When the, when that energy in that room at the star is excited about the pick. You saw it during the draft. They was all high-fiving and excited about it. They were. And even – That's why I thought it was Nolan Smith. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And when when Grandpa's (laughs) sitting there talking about, that's my pick.
1: Mm-hmm, yeah, you is.
2: know you got to be happy. I, I about do it.
1: always want to see one time when someone they show the draft room and they're all just like,
2: "Dang it, yeah, ah, I, we really messed the, that I, one up." I always <laughs> look for the guy in the back. I always look for those guys no. in the back where you're looking and you're like, "Oh my god, he's mad." That
0: happened or, actually that's, when the Vikings
1: the, when missed their pick. Yep, they missed I, their
0: pick. That's not the one I remember. I remember the Titans draft room, war room, when they traded A.J. Brown. But he was on draft day, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. And go look at Vrabel. Oh, yeah, Vrabel get up and around. Yeah. Vra- yeah, walk around. Go look at Vrabel out. leaves, like just yep. walks out of the room, and it's awkward. And I think it was because he's like, dude, you know you just traded away like multiple wins.
1: Yep. <laughs> he's just yeah. like yep. three or four games, and you just traded spe- away. Speaking of the Titans, <laughs> they've just picked up Will Levis, traded up to get that second pick hey. in the second round. Will Levis. So now another rookie quarterback, three rookie quarterbacks drafted into the AFC South.
0: Yeah, the Texans, man, they, 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 got, a cha- they got a chance now. Everybody's got their franchise quarterback in that division now, or at least well, the one they think. They, they got be. their hope. They're hoping the franchise quarterback. I mean, they, quarterback. They, the Titans what took what they about Malik
1: Willis? <laughs> no. Think, He's hey, out of there. Hey, he, they they both can try out. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: seriously. Uh, but, yeah, that's a, that's a good pick by them, man. Talk about value. That's a guy that people thought would yeah, be going in, in the top five, top ten. Uh, they end up getting them uh, early on in the second round, so that's good value for them. Uh, just to, to finish up the Mozzie Smith conversation, though, on top of his freakish skill, he does understand that he is going to be a a, a basically run stop. He said, quote, my job is to come in and be that elite run defender. That's what he said. So they already told him what he's doing. And they believe that Michigan had him playing with what they call a back-loaded stance, essentially asking him to two-gap a lot, read and react, Mm -hmm. uh, and play, you know, obviously that, that zero technique, sometimes that one technique. But he was asked to read and react rather than to penetrate and to disrupt and Dan Quinn's going to ask him to penetrate and disrupt more. So if you're looking at his stats and going, man, he's not that disruptive, he wasn't asked to do a lot of that. He was just asked to basically take on double teams, be that you know that space-eating, double-team-taking, run-stuffing, gap-clogging, 2 and old-school, wide-body D-tackle. He could do that. Mm-hmm. But they think he also has a higher ceiling because of those, his athletic profile. Which I agree with, by the way, too. Love it. Uh, no question. So, uh, Cowboys, get their uh, they get their D-tackle in the first round. Like I said, it was something that they had to do, they needed to do. Uh, let's get into uh, a couple of Longhorns really quickly where we think they're going to go since the second round has already started. Uh, let's talk about the Longhorns remaining uh, who are draft prospects, the ones we expect to be drafted. Roshan, DeMarvion, over, Roshan Johnson, DeMarvion overshone Keandre Colburn, and Mauro Ojimo. Which one goes first, Harge? Roshan. Roshan?
2: Yeah. I think that one's the easy one. Um, You just talked about all the run stoppers and where they are and what's the need. It all depends on who they are, right? And Mm -hmm. What the team's necessity is. I just think that Rojo is going to be the first one of the rest of the Longhorns. I I mean, it's between him and Overshawn, to be quite honest with you. I think either Mm -hmm. one of those, pending on the need, pending on the need, I think that will be the biggest question And we're not getting that tight end. Cowboys are not going to get the tight end Sam Laporte from Iowa that we thought that Jerry and him were very high on. Not going to happen. He just went to the Detroit Lions. So, But, yes, I believe that Rojo will be the next one off the list.
0: Uh, yeah, it's either Rojo or Overshone. I'm with you. Uh, I I think I'm leaning Rojo at this point. I was we're just hearing so much about Rojo leading up to the draft, and remember Rojo is considered to be the best big back in the draft. They see backs that are 225 pounds. splits the same as Bijan. Exactly. And what, like the same what did you say about the
2: broken tackles, too? Oh, He's yeah, another he's, one of those yeah. guys.
0: He actually has a higher broken tackle rate yep. than Bijan. He has the highest broken tackle rate of any running back in college football over the last two years. No doubt. That, that's that's <laughs> so, crazy stat yeah. and that nobody really knows. He actually averages <laughs> more yards after contact per rush than Bijan. Yep. Bijan's average is 4.1, and he is 4.28. So he's, he, he actually, a lot of his stats are mind blowing because you put him next to Bijan and the sample size. Obviously, Bijan wins because over a long time period, they played more reps. But Rojo's numbers are astounding. They stand yep. out. And like I said, if you got a big back that breaks tackles at the same rate or better than Bijan, why wouldn't you take that guy early? And I heard the 49 he was visiting with the 49ers yep, yep, too. Yep. 49ers love that one cut back. One cut power back. Go ahead, ahead and of. text Shano real quick and see what's happening. It see if he's be, answering. Might be too high. Yeah. Honestly, it might be, no, yeah. not, not that he's too high. I mean, the <laughs> draft pick might be too high. are so like, he's too high. <laughs> no, he's not too high. I no. know he's in there with that Cali. <laughs> he's in there, Cali. <laughs>
1: the <laughs> draft pick yeah. might
0: be too high. To Bijan in the second round. They like them back drafts in like the fourth, fifth round, something yep. like that. Uh, so, yeah, I'm with you. I think Rojo goes next, then Overshone. Oh uh, man, there are a lot of teams that are looking at Overshone. I think he, you know, honestly, the Cowboys might be looking at Overshown too. He does fit that positionless football that Dan Quinn likes. So he could be another guy that the Cowboys could look at. And I think I think Ojimo goes after Overshone. And honestly, Ojimo could go before Overshown. I know it sounds crazy. If Overshone drops, I can see a team deciding, you know, no, Ojimo, because he plays multiple shades up front. Yeah. And remember, he was one of the freakiest, freakiest D-linemen at the combine. Yes, like he was. really freaky man, just a crazy uh, workout that he had, and it made him a lot of money. Remember, he's really young. Remember the the whole the whole theme now with all the Texas players now is upside. Yes, right. Uh, Rojo play has been playing the running back position for three years, and I gave you the numbers. He's he's the best. Uh, best running back in the country when it comes to breaking tackles better even than Bichon. he's been playing the running back. He played quarterback and now playing running back for three years a lot of upside when he actually becomes comfortable playing the position at a really high level um and look he's already an NFL caliber running back after playing the running back position for just three years uh yep. look at Ojimo Ojimo's 21 years old and he's played football for five years in college how many fifth year seniors do you know that are 21 years old that guy's a ton of upside just because he's so damn young yep. And then you got a, uh, the guy like Overshown who's been playing linebacker. I like how you put it, willingly. Yep. Uh, and as you said, willingly. He's been playing it for about two years now. Upside, tremendous, because he switched from safety. So you got two position switches. And then you got a guy who just started college when he was, what, 16 yeah, or 17 exactly. years old. So he just really found his grown man body a couple of years ago. And Kendrick Coburn. I don't know how much upside there is with Coburn, but I know just like the Mozzie Smith take that I gave you, same take. Yep. Same take. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Same take. Every team needs a plunger. Every house needs a plunger. Every team needs a plunger with that old-school wide-body D-tackle that can defend all those power concepts in the running game. All right, we come back. We'll get into a little NBA playoff preview. Uh, you got big games coming up tonight, so we'll give you some of the details about the games tonight uh, and dive into those matchups just a little bit. All that and more right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 The horn. right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 104.9 The Horn. 512 Friday edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's when my man Patrick uh, plays jams from local bands and artists, very talented human beings that you have a chance to catch live right here in the ATX. Who is jamming right now, Patrick?
1: This is Nolan Potter's Nightmare Band, and they're playing Saturday at Hotel Vegas.
0: Nolan Potter's Nightmare Band. Okay, all right, I got it. Sounds like... Something that would be playing when I go watch a play or something like I go watch something. I
1: think this is if you theater? watch a play, Psych- you know, a little bit more psychedelic. Oh, once again, Another okay, one. psychedelic stuff. Yeah. Okay,
0: there you go. All right, and maybe I'm just not in the right mindset. Maybe I need some psychedelics there to be in you the right will. state of mind. To Hang out his. with uh, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> hey, yeah, he's going to be speaking at this psychedelic yep. convention. Oh, this is a good pick for the uh, L.A. Rams and a Big Twelve player. Thank Arch. you. Yeah you just talking about Steve, Big 12 players.
2: Steve Avila is somebody that the Cowboys were very high on. Two of the players that the Cowboys mm-hmm. had on their big board, uh, Michael Mayer and now Steve Avila, both gone. One to the L.A. Rams, Avila, and one to the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders. May. Oh, Patrick's Man. former team. His former team because he's, he's back.
0: He's back, baby. He's back, baby. He's back, K. Shot, and right. Patrick is back into the family, the uh, t- Texans fandom, and uh, we appreciate
1: having him back. He, yep.
0: And he didn't even need to see the whole draft. He did. Now, no. if I the Texans te- screw up the rest of the draft,
1: are you going to? It's going to be hard back. to screw up the rest of it <laughs> because the only way they could really screw it up would be trading like a trading all of next year's draft to come up and pick somebody random now, which they're not going to do. Yeah, because yeah. other than that, you you have ten picks left. Yeah. You do
0: you don't have any in the second round? They might trade up to try to get back in the second. Yeah, but they round. got
1: two thirds. They have three sixes, two sevens. Two I would fours. trade I would trade I think if there's a guy you really want, I'd trade back up into the second. But other than that, I'm just I'm playing lottery and I'm just going, let's take as many. Yep.
0: That's true. I, I think I'd trade I'd I'd probably patch together some of those six round picks. Yeah. And you said he got two third rounders? Two third rounders. I may mm-hmm. take one of those third rounders and damn near all of the six rounders. If you want to move back up to the second to get your guy.
1: Yeah. You it depends if they have a guy that if they're. Like, a guy, if
0: you have somebody you like, yeah, that you really, really believe can If be, someone
1: falls and you're like, all right, we can get yeah, this guy. They can get a really starting need.
0: caliber player for you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who that would be, but it, I mean, their player's dropping in this draft right now. They Absolutely. did have their run on tight ends, you said, though, right, Horace? That they was a did. run on had tight ends. run on tight ends real so, quick. So, Top three see tight ends off the board off now? Off the board. Okay. So yeah. the Cowboys were looking to get a tight end. That may not happen. Running back might be the position for the Cowboys here.
2: Hello. Because I just looking at
0: where the value's dropping, and we haven't had a lot of running backs go yet yeah. how many running backs are going in the second round now None. we had two in the first no you, None. yeah None None, yeah no remember you had excuse me you had two in the first before any wide receiver was drafted which was really crazy that was crazy to yeah. me
2: yeah, I mean, we. Well maybe if, they were going to your theory. There's a lot of wide receivers out there, so I'll
1: be able to pick one at some point.
0: And we, both of those backs are space backs. They're yep. kind of air backs, backs yep. that can be hybrids too. Yep.
1: Yeah, Luke Musgrave and Darnell Washington. Luke Musgrave from Morgan State, Darnell Washington from Georgia. Both tight ends still available that oh. rank pretty high. Okay. Uh, you also have uh, Jonathan Mingo from Ole Miss, a wide receiver that's up there pretty high. Julian wants to get that. I, um, uh, Brian Branch, the, the safety safety out of oh, Alabama. He might
0: be the top guy now. Right now I don't so know that. if
1: the Texans need him after getting Petrie, but if you pair Oh, you could and you, Hyatt's still out there too as a foot wide receiver. Ooh, I he like is. that
0: branch pick though. And you like Bama guys. And yeah.
1: Marvin Mims from Oklahoma still available as a wide receiver a little bit later yeah, that's in a there. Good one. But he's another guy that we know what he can do and last season I don't think showed it. But I think we like if you're if it's one of those guys that last season probably took his value down a little bit more. That's a good point. Harjit, you a Mims you take Mims or Hyatt? I'll take Hyatt. Because the Cowboys are looking
2: for
0: a wide receiver, too. Yep, I'll take that It's pretty clear. You look at all of their... Pre-draft visits, um, and they—I think they had 90 based on Walter Camp football. And we're talking about yep. combine. We're talking about you know online yeah, visits. Yep. We're talking about you know the Texas. I think they do a, a Texas day where they brought all the local prospects. All of those things, uh, the workouts, everything. You combine all of their off-season visits with prospects. They've had 90, and most of those have been to wide receiver. Yep. And like 16 of them, they've looked at or brought in or visited. Trying with. to help Dak
1: out. So yeah,
0: they yeah. want one. Yep. yep. So and,
1: and I want Texans to keep some if you trade. Maybe trade some of these picks into next year's draft. Try and have a little leverage into next year's draft because if C.J. Stroud plays pretty decent, there's a wide receiver from uh, Ohio State that would be a really fun guy Harrison. to pair with him next mm-hmm. year be because great. not only would you be able to get a top wide receiver, but also someone to really annoy Colts fans.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that should be a priority. I like that. Um, yeah, so I think the – so you, did you say Mims or, or Hyatt? Which one I you said, said Hyatt. I will
2: take Hyatt. Take
0: Hyatt over Mims. Yeah. I like Mims a lot, though.
2: Yeah, he's he talented, does. but he really is. But high end speed, I mean, good speed is freakish. It you does. remember how we used to always say, "How is C.D. Lamb that wide open in college?" Mm-hmm. That was Hyatt. That was because he just burned
0: away
1: from yeah, people. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he goes from zero to sixty real quick. He scored four touchdowns against Alabama. That's, That's true. That. You know what it is? Hard just don't want all the Oklahoma wide receivers there in Dallas. Thank you. <laughs> you read through it. read through it. <laughs> That's what it is. There it's there is like, go. we
0: got one. One is enough. Yeah, I've already got a quota. That. Yes. that makes sense. Uh, yeah. yeah, so the second round, uh, we're pretty soon going to learn who the Falcons select, who will be Bijan's teammate. They just
1: uh, traded up for that pick from the Colts well, They well. mean they like somebody. So nope. they're, they're going for somebody. Ooh. So they may be taking Roshan here. We're going to take another running back. That would be amazing. I was
0: just like, I would have done it running we're going to run a triple option. Rojo, come in. And so he really, might throw a pass out of yeah, it. He yeah, might throw right. a pass We run a wildcat.
1: <laughs> wow. Hey, you just blew, yeah. blew my mind yeah. with that one. We're oh. called the wild turkey. <laughs> exactly. I love
0: it. That is great. Oh, I had a text. I think it was um, – uh the texture from Belton. He said I thought or oh, she not sure. I right, appreciate it. Uh but they said something cool. They said now that Bijan's in Atlanta, Atlanta's mostly known. They picked the offensive tackle, by the way, Matthew Bergeron from Syracuse. Okay. He said, uh, now with the Bijan mussels and sauce, you gotta get that in Chick-fil-A now.
2: Oh, that's right. Because
0: Chick fil A once founded in Atlanta. All right, and that's now he's gonna be one of the faces of the city. And you got your own sauce, get that sauce in Chick-fil-A I like today. it. day. And then like
1: Bijan keep blowing up. I, right? I did appreciate that Pluckers had the Bichon mustard. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I appreciate it. Apparently, they have a sauce with it. Yes, yes they do. I did, not, I did not try it, but apparently they, they had do. a sauce with it. So, they do. shout out Pluckers. Good good call on that one. Yeah, I, I kept a, saying it out loud to everybody. Get you some Bijan
0: <laughs> for your Bichon. <laughs> no, I had a, actually a Jackie, our uh, assistant, she helped us out, and she told me about it. She said, oh, no, it's actually pretty popular here. Yep. I was like, it's going to be popular in the ATX, no, no doubt.
1: doubt. Uh, all right, By the what, way, did you see his post? Uh, the Falcons posted up, horns up. A Town Down. I like it. Wow. That is the name of Bijan. Yep.
0: Nice. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I, heard, I saw Trey, uh, that, that ice tray.
2: Ice tray, guys. He shot he him out. He gave a little love, too. Yeah, he, about he can't love. wait
0: to see Bijan do That's his because thing.
2: he's about to get traded. <laughs> <laughs> he, he wanted to holler at him real quick because he's about to be gone. Let me
0: give that shout-out before I'm out of here, too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, gentlemen, let's talk about the games tonight. Two big NBA matchups tonight. You got the Lakers versus the Grizzlies. Uh, and, we have, and by the way, the Lakers are trying to wrap this thing up at home. That's why it's big because yep, nobody yep. wants to go to Game 7. And if you do go to Game 7, you'd much rather have it on your home floor. That would not be the case for the Lakers if they don't win Game 6 tonight. And you also got the Golden State Warriors trying to wrap up their series as well tonight and uh that could end up be being something that's pretty chippy too. Uh, Sacramento, that's been a really good series it's going back great and forth. Series. Um I hate to see I hate to think it's going to end tonight, but I think it's going to end tonight. I don't see this veteran squad like the Golden State Warriors allowing this thing to go back to Sacramento against a squad that has no playoff experience really or very little. I believe both
2: both home teams win tonight. Yeah. I think LeBron cuz of the way that he played the other night, he made sure to let everybody know it's about to be on and popping. I'm ready to go. And I believe that Steph is looking at it the same way you are. I don't want to go back to Sacramento because I don't want them lighting a the beam on us. Let's go ahead and finish these guys. It's just like Mortal Kombat.
1: Finish them. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's experience wins and, and playoffs and they the experience is just heavily, heavily on the Lakers and Warriors side. That is two teams with tons and tons of playoff experience in yeah. LeBron and and but I will say this. Is, he's old. You, you he's need old. somebody on the Kings. <laughs> you need somebody on the Kings other than De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox is going to have to have a big game no matter what. Even though he's hurt, he's going to have to have a big game. You need somebody else on there to put up some numbers tonight and have a big game. Yep. Sabonis so needs to get back into Man. playing the way he played. And he MC's has not been the same the since He's Tom. been a
0: different player. And I
1: think it's just he softened up because I think the refs Literally. told him – I think the refs just <laughs> told him, like, hey, we're going to be watching you, and it just made him super unaggressive. Wow, and defensively and everything on rebounds, just go for it. If you foul out, fine. Who cares? Yeah. Don't be Grayson Allen and hold the ball at the end of the game, and that's your season because you didn't take the shot because you weren't <laughs> aggressive enough. Don't be that. <laughs> Have that Jimmy Butler dog. Have in that you. Jimmy Butler, not the Grayson <laughs> Allen. <laughs> yeah. not the Grayson Allen. Yeah, I hey mean he didn't Butler take the dog. shot. The oh. Milwaukee Bucks season ended while he was dribbling to the basket. Yes, sure wow! And you and, can't do that. And the antithesis of that is the story you told us about
0: Jimmy Butler, yeah. who in the huddle de- demanded that the play go to him when coach when Coach bolster was drawing it up for another player. Yeah. he's like, he's like
2: no, let's go to Jimmy.
0: That goes. To, <laughs> that goes to Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that goes to Jimmy. Is that coach. me? Is that me right there? <laughs> is, is that, that Jimmy? Who, is that is Jimmy right there? If that ain't Jimmy, then, then you ain't ain't make no that play. Jimmy. Okay.
2: <laughs> Matter of fact, go ahead and draw it up. Hey, dude. You go over there and throw the ball in. That's what I need you Just to do. Just take the pen, write yeah. Jimmy on it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, Coach Poster said he remember in that sound. Uh, and uh, oh, shout out to to your seed. We that right. sent it to us. That's right. um, that DJ got us. He did. He got it back. Co-producer we'll DJ. That. Yep. <laughs> CB's gonna be upset, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah, he. Said, but they in that audio, Eric Poster says that I wasn't really comfortable drawing up the play. Basically, he was trying to explain to Jimmy Butler that.
1: You're the play not that it.
0: we're gonna draw up, it's probably not ideal. It's not the most high percentage success rate play for you. Yeah, they're gonna double you.
1: They're not stupid enough to let yeah. you just do that one on. And he's like, I don't
0: care. It still goes to me. And you're right. That was a very unlikely game winning shot. Exactly. Of all the game winning shots this season, falling over <laughs> with an alley oop style. What the hell, man?
1: Falling straight backwards. Oh, I love. So, I my buddy's a Jimmy hater, and he was just like, "You mean the one he pushed off on?" I'm like, yeah. <laughs> everyone pushes <laughs> off. It's okay. Come on. Oh, man. That's the first complaint I'd have heard about Jimmy and the push-off. <laughs> there, there's some haters out there.
0: Yeah, it's got to be. It's all, hey, you know what? It's good. Jimmy's got some haters. He's keeping them employed. There you go. It's good That's for right. Jimmy. All right, we'll come back. We'll wrap this thing up, put it in the oven, and let you know what's on tap. Right here on Ball Don't Lie, 104.9. You
1: mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash? Huh? Oh, yeah.
2: I've been known to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion, sir.
1: I got beer. I got bottled
2: breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's five o'clock somewhere. Wait, it's already five o'clock here. It's time for What's On Tap.
0: How about a nice cool drink? That's oh,
2: really man, good. That good. That's good. thats is... <clears throat> <clears throat> Pop-a-top again. I've just got time
0: All right, welcome back Jamal. Don't Lie right here on 104.9, The Horn. Uh, If you missed any part of any of the shows, please go to hornfm.com. You can catch up with them on the podcast page. Uh, Also, uh, go check out hornfm.com if you missed any of the 512 Friday suggestions by my man Patrick. Always doing a good job with that. Before we get out of here, we will let you know what's on tap for tonight. And I think it's pretty easy for most of us. Maybe we'll go what's on tap for the weekend because tonight, mostly draft and NBA. Right. Yeah, no us? doubt. Drafting I mean, NBA. This is when you want them. that BK screen, that the triple screen thing happening. Don't you, know, you yeah. got a lot of screens? Your I house? do have a lot of screens. You got a lot of screens. House. You yeah. got one of them set and up. I
1: still got. I still got two set up. You got two yeah. set up. I still got two.
0: Man, I'm old school. I flip. I, I still flip back and forth.
1: Hey, that's good, old school man. Because you get caught up sometimes.
2: <laughs> you know, people come to my house. They're like, "I don't even know how you do this." And I'm know, like, yeah. "I'm telling you how I do it. I gotta do it. That's how that goes down I gotta for gotta you. Do it. I gotta do it. This is work. You I'm got to watch fun. two TVs at the same time. Well, because there's a lot of sporting events on. So I got to make sure I'm paying attention to a little Why bit of Why can't America. you DVR one of them and then watch I want it later? It all, man, I ain't, man, please. You got to have it all right now? I got kids, bro. I'm on the road too much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, got I got kids, kids bro. bro. I got, to be, I got <laughs> games. I got things. I got to be doing so when I'm at the crib and I get a chance to watch it, that's what we're doing. Right. Y'all can talk to me over here, but I'm paying attention. Dad, you're not even paying attention. I am. That dude just made a three-pointer <laughs> from way downtown.
1: <laughs> that's yeah. a great point. And you got Hard Mayor may not have some money on multiple games, too. Uh, so you that's gotta, very true. That's why he watch them live. I gotta, gotta yeah. watch I can't go live. watch it later on. And no. it's so
2: funny that you say that because I, random stuff, they'll come home and something will happen, and I'm like, what is this guy doing? And they're like, Dad, bet. And it's a hockey match.
0: You know what
2: I'm saying? <laughs> I'm watching hockey. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I've got this dude. He's supposed to shoot
0: on goal three times, and he's only done it once. He's point shaving. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to know why you're losing money. Because you, you can just get the score and everything after it then go check all that. You want to know why you I lost wanna, the money. Yeah, I want to see you so I see. can break down why I won't pick that
1: person uh, gotcha. or that
2: team again. That's a good point. So I had to be dialed into it. But uh-huh. yeah,
1: definitely that. Oh, what man, you I, used, going to, I on? used to have five TV set up and it was five. a bit much, that's but a, it was yeah. it was good stuff. That's excessive. And then because like always one of them would end up just being wrestling too, just like old wrestling. Yeah, it was <laughs> So still. you just have like a palate cleanser if you have all these games on, and then you just roll over and you're just like, oh man, it's a good that's a good chokeslam. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that is like honestly, that. that is the perfect kind of epitome of our society. Is that I still like to flip, but I also still write on paper notebooks, yeah, as you guys can see. There you go. So I'm kind of in old soul and old school, and you guys are almost like the kind of the TikTok generation stuff where you just are just consuming as much content as possible as much as you can, yeah. all the time. It's I'm like, just I totally focused you. on one I got during, a like, during college, yeah, you like, got right? a
1: problem. <laughs> well, no, because like one has volume on, so like college football, you'll have it on, and then you're like, it's the same as having the scores up, but you just can look down, and then it's a timeout, and you're like, oh, let me see what's in this game. But what's it goes in to the, the
0: ADD game. kind of, yeah, yeah, ADD generation of it, where we just can't pay attention to any one thing. So. I, wonder,
1: I haven't done it with baseball Correct. yet. We used to, because baseball, especially when it was slow, you could put on four games and keep up with now, four base- games. Uh, old now baseball, I don't know if you can't do that anymore, but it could be that you'd be like, all right, now. Over here now, okay. What's happening here? And yeah, you it's keep like up baseball with most
0: and most golf. Yeah, like, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I have that on the side and then watch football. But man, y'all watching like multiple people watch multiple football games at the same time. I don't know how you do it. Like, I can't, it's too much stimulation. For me. To, that's what happens when <laughs> really you go is. to the
2: sports bar. When you walk into the sports bar, people are like, what, is, what are they cheering
0: for? Yeah, exactly. It's like what, cheer- what did it's, I miss? I'm with really too much yeah, stimulation. It's yeah. like going to strip club and getting a lap dance from two women. I It's like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm <laughs> too, like, I just want to one. focus on one. I just need to focus on you, girl. I'll, I'll, okay, I'll get a lap dance from you after. Yeah, huh? stick around. But I don't want to do it at the same time. Stick around. Matter of fact, y'all dance for each other. I'm going to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'll be um, back. I get it, though. I get it. Uh, but Texas baseball, you Texas said. Texas baseball update? got
2: postponed till
0: tomorrow.
2: It seems to be, I believe it's at 6.30 tomorrow. It is 6 p.m. tomorrow, yeah. 3
1: p.m. on Sunday, and a. then a 1 p.m. game on Monday, Monday that we will be playing on 109 and AM 1260. We will be uh, here. Nice. We will We will still be on the air. The regular horn shows will be on the air Monday. The game will be broadcast, but we'll put it on the uh, 1260 and 1019. And tomorrow beautiful.
2: night's game will be on ESPNU for those that will watch the game but want to hear Craig turn it. Turn
0: the volume off and turn the volume up yeah. on the radio. That's, that's definitely the best thing to do. Uh, will Texas bounce back with this series after the disappointing Oklahoma series? They should b- bounce back,
2: but this is baseball, man. There's so much that is happening right now that you you look at it and you say, you expect Texas to go out and play big, play well. Uh, it's a battle between two teams that were expected to be at the top. Uh, TCU early in the season was mm-hmm. one of the ranked teams, and they're going through the same thing. They can't pitch it right now, and they can't field it right now. So this is a big test for Texas on the road. Uh, wha- okay, real. They quick.
0: should go two out of three, if not sweet. Real quick, you guys got any feeling for where one of the Longhorns is going to go and get drafted? I'm going to go Rojo to the Cowboys. I, feel I like it. that. I feel it. I like that. I like that. I, like I, like I, that. You I might be on you that might way. Be a Texan. Oh, I, I like that too. Yeah, love
2: that. Y'all got another one? Anyone? I think somebody told me he might go to Cleveland. Oh, it's not bad. I don't like it. I don't like that though. I don't like. I'd that. Be I don't want himself. him out there. I mean, I know my boy uh, Eric Metcalf
1: would love that. Yeah, he
0: would. But I'm not feeling
1: it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Moro to the Texans.
0: Oh, I like it because they like Texans. They players like those guys. They front, like. Yeah. It seems like a, it.
1: It seems like a uh, fit for a new head coach. It does. The Marlon like Overshine I believe
2: might go to your 49ers.
1: Oh, not bad. Yep. Not bad. All right.
0: Uh, Revolution will not be televised. We're talking about it right here on Ball. Don't lie. We love you guys. we mean that. Take care of yourselves, but more importantly, take care of each other and have a great weekend. We love you guys. Peace.